0: Welcome back to the Two Fish Podcast. My name is Nick. I'm Aaron. And this week we're doing something a little different. We're going to talk current events and the election.
1: That's right. This week we are going with a current event. Current events in the United States. Yeah. The last one
0: of these we did was the response to the Roe vs. Wade thing. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to that. I thought it was pretty good. It's a different take than what I even
1: expected we were going to go. I would agree. And we'll see where this one's going to go. we got limited notes.
0: Yeah. It's very much a of conversation. At the beginning of this, I do want to say, though, that we have always tried to keep politics, for the most part, out of this show.
1: Today we're br-
0: bringing <laughs> them in. <laughs> and we're going to talk about them. Um, I, yeah. You struggled with this, didn't you? What? Politics. I love politics. Well, nope. Hold on. I used to love politics. I love the idea of it. I love the entertainment of it. Ooh, that's interesting. I, I just loved it. Like, I got into it. I would I would be, it was funny. I was with a group one time, a Christian group, large, decent-sized Christian group, and they, uh, little icebreaker, and they said, if you could be anything, what would it be? And I said, politician. And they all went, ugh. <laughs> like, the whole group, <laughs> unanimous, like, at the same time and I'm like I just a I think it's a it's you're serving the public at least that's what you're supposed to do and man there's so many amazing people involved that you get to work with and get, get you get to see however in the last several years maybe four or five years I've been real turned off by it and I think mm, less of the politics but the reaction of politics and the reaction that people have and I think it was a similar idea with the rovers thing is We talked in that episode about how are we responding, whether we agreed with it or disagree with it. How are we responding as Christians to that case and how it got overturned? And with politics, I feel the same way. It's, It's people lose their crap.
1: Well, if you go probably Clinton era was more of an era where Republicans and Democrats like actually tried to get along to advance some things and somewhere... Like, I think it was starting, like, it's always been there, right? The like, it's either my way or the highway. Yes. Is the way I view politics now. I'm not big into politics. I follow it and use the word entertainment. And yeah. Like, I'm like, man, that's what it's turned into. Yes. It, it is more about the entertainment and that kind of thing, which makes me think then, are we just voting for the person that entertained me the most?
0: Yes, and I think, well, I don't know about that. Maybe. I think potentially, yes. I think okay. potentially, yes. I don't think Trump was necessarily, but I think he opened the door to be able to say.
1: it was an entertainment it's factor. It's an entertainment factor.
0: It's who do I like person, personality-wise. And what you were saying is, I think back then, and historically in politics, left and right, we'll say, usually wanted the same thing. It's just how they got there was different. Yeah. And now the two parties, three parties, however many parties there are, the two big ones, but they want complete opposite
1: things. The two big ones even seem to be divided in half at this point. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's an extreme right and there's an extreme left. And then there's those that are in the middle. Yeah. So
0: the reason we're talking about this, at the night of recording this, which was a week ago when you're hearing this just had an election the tuesday the midterms and that was last night tuesday tonight yeah. we still don't have the results yeah which i think all right can a conversation here again
1: it's 2022 well
0: how can we not count these in the, i remember as a kid you know i had no idea what was going on but my parents would have the tv on and we'd know by the end of the night it'd be a rare year if i went to bed and they told me the next morning, like, yeah. President so and so has now been elected.
1: You knew that night. Why is it so hard? I don't know. I just looked up on Fox News. Like, I don't know. There's a number of states not counted. Like, there's a number of seats that yeah. we're we're still waiting on for both the House and the. Yeah, I think Senate. it was like
0: I think one of them was Georgia, and I think earlier day one of them was Pennsylvania, which are the same ones we were having problems with two years ago when. The last election was. During the primary. Yes. It's like, come on. It just opens the door for. Yeah. Which both sides do it. Let's be honest. But why make it so hard? I don't like the early voting. I think you're an American. You show up on Tuesday and vote. And if you got to stand there all day, by golly, I'm going to stand there all day.
1: Yeah. I remember when I first started voting, there was always a line. Now there's not a line. You you can can vote anywhere. I just walk in and vote. Yeah. You can vote anywhere, but we, have, we can't count them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, it, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's still up in the air as far as the House and the Senate. Uh, if you're from listening from overseas, we know we have a bunch of you. It's, I'm sure everything we're talking about is similar there. But we still don't know who's going to control it. But what I know and what I trust is that God knows who's going to win. And God knows who's in control. And that's him. And I know that. Right. And so a lot of times when your party or your person or whoever it is doesn't win, we get so up in arms about it. And I think there are issues where we need to take a solid stance on. But God has allowed this to happen. Whether you like it or not, same thing with the Roe vs. Wade. God is allowing these things to happen. And he knows they're happening. And he's got a plan for it. Yeah, And I think, obviously with the Two Fish Podcast, we're going to get into scripture here. I think one of the first places we start here, as, as I'm saying that, is in ch- Daniel chapter 2, is the Old Testament. Um, Daniel's been asked to interpret a dream, and so he goes to his buddies Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and he says, hey, help me with this dream here. Pray that God will give this to me. And he goes to sleep, and God gives him the revelation, the secret of this dream. And then when he wakes up, he praises God. And in verse 21 here, he says, Uh, Verse verse 20, he said, praise the name of God forever and ever, for he has all wisdom and power. He controls the course of world events. He removes kings and sets up other kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the scholars. And he continues there. But I think out of that, Daniel's giving praise because he knows, just like we should, that God can do anything he wants. He knows what's going to happen. If God thinks that a certain man or certain woman should be in office when they are, I think that's when it is. And we mentioned Trump there. I don't think anyone else could have withstood everything that that man went through. Good, bad, ugly. There is no one that would have been able to handle everything that he did, like him or not. And I think God allowed him to be in that position for that season to change things, maybe.
1: Now, I think with with that, like, So Trump was since uh, George, George Bush one was first one of four and done, right? Like that's been a a long time. Yeah, it's been pretty rare. When you read this verse 21, like God removes kings and sets up other kings. So one of the things I often struggle with is putting God in the midst of everything. So you put God in the midst of politics, put God in the midst of that. He put. Trump in, and he took Trump out, and he put yeah, Biden in. Yeah. Biden's there for a reason just like Trump was, right? Yep. Like, we don't know the reasons for either one, and I think further down the road, history might reveal itself more of yeah. why these people were in when they were in. Yeah, But when you put God in the midst of that, and you read Daniel 2 there, like, he puts one in and he prepares another one and puts him in and he can do that at his own will yeah and we have to trust in that and i think too often we get so hung up on like that's not who i would want i don't like the way the country's going i don't like this i don't like that but then are you praying about those things is where my mind goes now a lot of times with scenarios to to myself like am i praying i don't like that am i praying about it yeah am i inviting god into this scenario like ultimately he's the one in control of it he's the one moving the chess pieces on the board yeah
0: i like the praying idea because most of the time i i'm just complaining about it if i don't like it i'm just complaining if i do like it and someone else doesn't like it i'm gonna complain about it rather than pray and i also like what you said there that putting god in the middle of it I think you can do that. I mean, I think that's going to change your response to things. If I've decided, okay, I'm going to put God in the middle of this. God knows what he's doing. God has allowed this to happen whether I like it or not. And it might be punishment for something as a society. You know what I mean? Yeah. It could be a punishment. However, God has allowed it to happen. There's a reason for it, like you said. But my response starts to change when I when I put God in it. And when I when I want to complain about something and I say, you know what, I'm going to put God in the situation, God's sitting right, Jesus sitting right here beside me, my response is going to be different. I'm not going to flip off the handle about, well, you this and you that, and I don't like this and I don't like that. My response is going to be a little more grace-filled and a little more empathy-filled if he's right there in the situation with me.
1: That thought process brought me to, um, our preacher preaches on this quite a bit, or he brings up the subject, but uh, it's Philippians 2. Verse 3 would be the first one I would go to that I got highlighted in my Bible here. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take the interest of others too. And I think quite often in politics, we don't do that. We don't look at the other side of the aisle, whatever side you're sitting on, and say, what's gonna ultimately, what's going to help them might also help me. Yeah. And then you can go down to verse 14, uh, do everything without complaining and arguing. (laughs) Like, like you said, when you put God in it, I think it brings you to a more humble state with whatever that scenario is and what's going on. Like, okay, I'm, I'm now praying about this. I'm praying for, um, a politician that maybe I don't agree with all his values and, Um, But somewhere, maybe there's something I do align with him on.
0: Yeah. And I think that's where we've lost it, though. I think in politics, that's where we've lost it. Where I now say, oh, there's a R by your name or there's a D by your name. So we cannot be, cannot have anything in common. I cannot, absolutely cannot vote for you. When actually, if I sat down and talked with you, we would realize we probably have 80% of the same thought process and the same values and the same this and the same that, by 80%. Yet we want to condemn people and say, and I've been guilty of this 100%, but we want to say, oh, there's that D, there's that R beside their name. There's no way I can vote for them. There's no way. Because, and then the other problem is because we've gotten so far apart as a country, as a world, well, okay, I am a Democrat or I am a Republican, I can't vote anything other than that or i'll be ridiculed when actually i do agree with what the republican said or vice versa what the democrat said but there's no way i can be caught dead voting for that policy
1: so i'm guilty of this so this is well it's not the primary what do we what do we call this Midterms? midterm midterm the midterm election you have the opportunity to go in vote straight ticket and walk out yeah like you don't even know who you voted for and I didn't vote straight ticket this time because there were a couple people that ran as independents that I wanted to vote for. Mm-hmm. But the vast majority of the people, like, I'm guilty of not knowing who not they even are. Not knowing, yeah. Yeah. So then you are you literally are reducing it down to the R and the D. Yep. But you have no clue what that other person.
0: And I've done that, too. And I think, and I feel like I've done better at that with other things, voting for, you know, club leaders or whatever for 4-H or something well oh, I that I name, I recognize that name I'm just gonna vote for that person when actually I have no idea who that person is or, or if I they even care or if they even care and so what I've done is right ra- what we should do is say you know what I'm not really informed on this decision I'm gonna skip this one rather than oh I see the R or I see the D now I feel like both sides need to do that or one side's gonna be <laughs> right. screwed up on sitting, this. <laughs> sitting here thinking through
1: that, like which <laughs> which side's not gonna show up? Yeah. Who, who's gonna say, Yeah, we'll do that? Yeah. And then they all go to the polls and vote. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. I remember in high school we had uh you got to vote for your class president or whatever. And I remember one year we all <laughs> we all ousted uh the person that wanted to be and voted for somebody that kind of ran as a joke. Yeah. Like, and I think that shows up sometimes. Yeah. Like, I, like that process yeah. shows up now. Like, I think society has become tired of some of the politics and the people that have been doing it forever. Yes. And they're just like, I'm going to vote for whoever besides what's been the norm.
0: Yeah. Like, and I think that's where you said earlier the entertainment, where, Maybe now, and I think Trump has opened that door to it being more of a popular thing. I saw something on YouTube or something the other day. Do you know who Mr. Beast is? Yeah. He's a YouTuber, gives tons of money. It was just a quick clip of him in some interview, and he was saying, you know, yeah, I think I probably would, maybe in my forties. When I feel like I'm done, I've done all the YouTube thing and I'm and I'm at a good position and this and that. I think I would like to run for president, probably when I'm in forties. I'm looking at this kid, twenty. Three twenty-four, twenty-five. I don't know how old he is. He's not very old. And I'm thinking, what does this kid know, policy-wise? And that's scary, right? Now he's saying, I'm not going to do it now. Which he, I mean, he has m- hundred million subscribers. I don't know what he's got. It's crazy. He's like the first YouTube billionaire.
1: I just listened to something. I wish I remembered. I can't retain this information. But he gets more views than the Super Bowl commercials. That's insane. Per episode. Like, That's insane. They valued him at a $10 billion YouTube channel. Because I think I watched one where he's like, I think they asked him, would you sell for a billion dollars? And he's like, no, probably more like $10 billion. Yeah. And and they broke it down to the number of views and related it to a 30-second ad on the Super Bowl. and Multiplied it out. And he's like, he's close to that.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. But but to think then his reach and how many people look at his videos and he could just say, you know what, I'm gonna run for president. He could do it tomorrow. And he would probably win. Yeah. Because it's become less about policy and more about, oh, he's running as a Democrat.
1: We're speaking about this entertainment. Did you see the viral I voted sticker? No. So there was a like a different I voted sticker somewhere. And there was like a mad dash for people going there just for the sticker. The potentially probably wouldn't even voted, but they liked the sticker, so they took them.
0: That's <laughs> ludicrous. If that was you, please don't vote next year. <laughs> <laughs> please don't vote, because that's ridiculous. Yeah, th-
1: an entertainment factor draws there.
0: Which means then, the only... Uh, yes, there's that entertainment sticker thing of it, which was probably on hype beast, whatever, selling for $1,000 for a sticker. But that means you did zero individual looking into anything and anyone, and you're relying on what you've heard on TikTok or YouTube or the news or whatever it is, and you've done zero research yourself, and you went and you voted based on a sticker or based on someone said, I don't like this person, so don't vote for them. Okay. So a poll place was giving those out? Yeah. That's ridiculous.
1: So you can Google it. Google the, the viral I voted sticker, and you'll see some articles on it. But um one article says this is the type of thing we need. It's not the type of thing we need. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, that's funny. But anyways, so where else can we go with this? I would say recent Bible study I did, we can go to First Timothy 2, verse 1 and 2. It opens up with, I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people, not just your brothers, yeah, not just the unbelievers, but for all people. Ask God to help them, intercede on their behalf, and give thanks for them. Verse 2 then goes on, pray this way for kings and all who are in authority so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. Like that verse 2 right there, he tells... Paul's telling us, pray for those in authority. My thought on this when we started talking about this, like, are we praying for the upcoming political leaders yeah. of our country?
0: And not just the ones that you agree with.
1: Right. Pray for them all. And I think we need to particularly pray for the the future political parties. Like, if you look at the Senate and the House and the age of those people, like, it's scary. I don't even know how they're still doing it.
0: Yeah. There is a couple of them where they're on cruise control. Someone's propping them up. It's crazy.
1: <laughs> and it's on both sides. Yeah. Like, isn't no, it just, is. Like, I could pick apart the ones I don't like, but it's on both sides. Yeah. they've They've been there too long, but at the same time, are the right people coming along to fill those shoes, to lead our country down a godly path so that we can live quiet and peaceful lives?
0: I think there are those people that want to. I think they're just met by the old school political classes, been there their entire lives and never had any other job other than, Hey, I ran for Senate or my school board or whatever when I was 18 and now here I am or whatever it is term limits. That's how you fix most of this
1: political Nick is coming out, (laughs) (laughs) but we're in a somewhat scary spot. I think there's, definitely some kind of transition that's going to come over the next eight years with a lot of the people. One of two things is going to happen. Either they're going to quit or they're going to die. Like, yeah, I mean, they're all, there's a handful of them at that age, but, um, who's going to replace those shoes?
0: Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully people that are grounded, hopefully people that are grounded in ho- scripture, I would prefer, and that know right and wrong and have moral values. Cause I think we've lost a lot of moral values as a country and as people, yeah. Christian or not Christian, we're still based on the moral values that you see in scripture. Like I say, you're lying based on what? Based on morals. It's not okay to lie. Yeah. It's not okay to kill. That's a moral thing. Yet we see so many political issues where um, actually political campaigns Find me one campaign that doesn't run an ad that has a lie in it. You won't be able to find it.
1: Yeah. the It's interesting you bring that up. My daily devotional that I do was on lying today. And, like, it talked about a lady that told her neighbor she, like, her neighbor made her some soup, delivered it to her. Lady put it in her fridge. And uh, the neighbor came out and said, hey, did you eat my soup? Did you like it? She's like, oh, yeah, delicious. It was really good soup. Well, she never ate it. Like that one little lie. And then she ended up, like in the story, they, they took it back. She went over to the neighbor and said, hey, I got to tell you, man, I lied to you. I never I never tried your soup. I hope you can forgive me for lying to you. But right. that, that one little lie can turn into a bigger lie. And then the next thing you know, it's all spiraled out of control and – Like, it's just lie on top of lie on top of lie, and then you got to start trying to cover up your tracks.
0: You're going to start feeling guilty because, oh, crap, there's that person. I don't want to see that person. I don't want to have to talk to that person, or I might have to talk about that again and then lie again. That's a whole thing. Right. Um, Another scripture here going into Mark chapter 2. Here you got these guys again, Pharisees, Sadducees, rulers of the law. They're trying to trick up Jesus here, and they say to him, hey, you know what? do we, should we have to pay Caesar these taxes? Should we have to, because we're Jewish, you know, Jewish and Jews and Romans did not work well together, except for the fact that Romans knew that Jews would react. So they just let them do their own thing. They had the, they let the Jewish rulers rule there. And they're saying, Hey, do we have to pay these taxes to Caesar? And here, chapter 12, verse 15, Jesus says, that he saw through their hypocrisy because they were trying to trick him. And he says, show me a Roman coin, and I'll tell you. When they handed it to him, he asked, whose picture and title are stamped on it? Well, Caesar's, they replied. Well, then, Jesus said, give Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and give God what belongs to God. And I think that now while we're going down a totally different road here with taxes, Which I'd probably sit with these rulers here, maybe not tricking, but hey, saying, Jesus, come on, do we really need to pay all these taxes? This is crazy. But I think what. How to control. Yeah, I think what Jesus is saying, though, is he's saying, the second part, he's saying, give God what belongs to God. And I think that's that prayer. That's that thought. That's that meditation of it. That's that thought process of it. That's the digging in and saying, God, I give this situation to you, okay? That's that second half to me is God saying, give it to God. Yeah. The first half is give Caesar what belongs to Caesar's because it's his. It's got his name on it, meaning respect that authority. If that authority is saying, hey, I, this is what I want, like it or not, you need to respect that authority. Give it. It's his anyway. Right. Now, ultimately, it's God's, and I think that's, again, where the second half comes into it, is give the burden of that. Give all that other stuff. Give it to God. Give it to God and let him handle everything for you
1: yeah and the uh, I guess my mind goes to also like you're taught all throughout the bible like your worldly possessions mean squat yeah they mean absolutely nothing in our political world like I think that could go a long ways if we can give that up to God and just let him handle the scenarios but we still play a role Like That doesn't mean you can just sit back and try and live that peaceful life without having some kind of confrontation or um, some kind of work to do in your Christian walk. Yeah,
0: I think it is our responsibility as Christians, as a church, take care of the widow, take care of the orphan, stand up for those that are being abused. Those are the things that Jesus has called us to do, and we're talking about the future leaders here, future politicians get grounded in the fact that, hey, I'm basing my life, I'm basing what I want to run on by scripture. And we're going to do what's right. And we're going to stand up for what's right and what's moral and this and that. I think that's an amazing opportunity. because I, f- I just feel like there's no one that I can think of that's come around in a long time that said, I'm basing everything on scripture. I'm basing everything on truth. And both parties might not like me. I don't know. Maybe there is that person that I haven't heard of, but
1: uh, I haven't heard of him either. So the the next spot I would like to go to is Matthew five. So it's verse forty one and forty two. But uh, the heading on this section is teaching about revenge. But verse forty one here: If a soldier demands that you carry his gear for a mile, carry it for two miles. Give to those who ask, and don't turn away from those who want to borrow. So that verse 41 there kind of tells me, come alongside, and when they tell you to do something, go above and beyond. That's what God did. That's what Jesus did when he came here. He went above and beyond, yeah. and he came alongside people and walked with them. And I think in our political world, and our um, when we reduce it down to that R and the D, we're no longer we don't see the human we only see the the r and the D, and we're not willing to and I think when we went here with Roe versus Wade, we're not willing to have that tough conversation, yeah, we're not willing to try and even attempt to find the middle ground or three quarters here and a quarter here. I'm gonna give you a little bit here, and maybe you can give me a little bit down the road. yeah there's some give and take in this political world, and even in our daily lives like I would imagine there's give and take in your marriage. I know there is mine. Yeah. But if you're, if you're unwilling to do that, it's going to be a struggle, right?
0: No. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that if we can't show empathy and be understanding and be gracious and be merciful, but also have a demand justice when justice needs to be had, uh, I think we're lost. And I think I'm afraid that's where we are right now is just completely lost as a country, as a world, because we're going so far away from the values that God placed on our heart. And we're looking towards the flesh instead of looking towards him. So I think to wrap this episode up different episode, hopefully, you guys have enjoyed it. But I think like you said earlier, we need to be praying. Hopefully, when this episode has come out, we have gotten the results of an election a week later. Goodness, hopefully we have. But no matter what, be praying. And now that prayer of I hope this person stumbles down the steps of Air Force One and and can't do the presidency. <laughs> <team."> Not <laughs> prayers like that. Prayers of honest Lord, give them wisdom. Write your words on their heart. Let them see, let their eyes be open to you. Let their eyes be open to. Morals and scripture, so I think that's where we're at, Aaron and I. Hopefully, you guys can agree with some of that. Maybe you agree with eighty percent, but we can find common ground together. <laughs>
1: here we go. Yeah.
0: Um. One more thing, we're sitting here in the studio, and I just happened to grab a couple of these stickers. We have Two Fish Podcast stickers. You have one on your car. Yeah, and it's held up pretty good. I don't know if it's actually made for a bumper sticker.
1: I haven't had it, any problems, but it's with worked
0: it. great. Um. We have them kicking around here. If you would like a free sticker, we'll send you one. Email us at twofishpodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com, and we'll get you a Two Fish Podcast sticker. Put it wherever you want. Put it in the voting booth next time Yeah, you vote. There we go. <laughs> Don't <I> vote.
1: <laughs> Those will they'll be the next viral <laughs> I voted sticker. I
0: voted for the Two Fish Podcast. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week on the Two Fish Podcast.
1: Thanks for tuning in this week. If you enjoyed this episode, hit those like and subscribe buttons. Also, head over to TwoFishPodcast.com to join the rest of the Two Fish community and all of our social media platforms.